welcome back to the Educational Wizards Corner podcast with Adriana Curia. This podcast is dedicated to all things education, personalized learning, provide educators like you an outlet to learn how to best implement best practices of personalized learning into your own classroom. In the last episode, we focused on the magic within by focusing on a growth and mastery mindset. In this episode, you, the educational wizards, are going to learn how to build your personalized learning army and build collaboration and communication skills within your little wizards that supports their individualized learning journeys. As you are thinking about your classroom and setting up a personalized learning army within your classroom and school, Think about the four pillars that the community schools, a project of the Partnership of the Future of Learning, have developed. Community schools are public schools that partner with families and community organizations to provide well-rounded educational opportunities and supports for students' school success. The four pillars of the community schools project are integrated student supports, expanded and enriched learning time and opportunities, active family and community engagement, and collaborative leadership and practices. In this episode of building your personalized learning army and focusing on building expanded collaboration skills, we will focus on the community school's project pillars and dive into strategies and instances or examples of how it would look like in a classroom and school. We will begin with the expanded and enriched learning time and opportunities pillar of the community schools project. My automatic thought goes straight to a collaborative classroom where you don't need to apologize for the laughter, volume, and chaos and mess because learning is occurring. A quote that stood out to me as I was researching for this episode was by Dr. Monica Burns in her blog post called why you should create a collaborative classroom this year. It was, not only does a collaborative effort create more holistic results than individual efforts, but it also creates knowledge for a greater number of people. Students are generating more knowledge by having an army behind them. Dr. Monica Burns discusses peer feedback and discussion as a part of building that community or army among your little wizards. They can see their learning in action and speak to the content they explore in the classroom. One strategy that I have found effective, especially in our times of hybrid learning, is utilizing Teams chat feature, but also by pairing a in-person learning student with a virtual learner. My little wizards have benefited from this strategy because they have been able to discuss their learning by reviewing the material at their own pace and from peer, from their peers that provide multiple views. They are guided by discussion questions and prompts that support the activity. I've provided opportunities by designing collaborative tasks by giving students opportunities for screen sharing and working on a PowerPoint presentation presentations together by teaching them how to share documents. A statement that Dr. Monica Burns says is important to keep in mind is when students collaborate, they learn to think critically, compromise, and develop a skill set essential for success 
both inside and outside of school. Providing your little wizards opportunities for problem solving and exchanging feedback with their partners as they consume and create and interact with the content will begin to build your students' personalized learning army. Let's take a look at the pillar of integrated student support. An army needs supports and the belief that community schools takes is developing partnerships with community-based providers and connect students and families with available services as well as fostering a positive and healthy school climate. Community schools meaningful process for engaging students and families and identifying needs and assets and connecting with potential service providing partners adds that extra element to a community school. When you think about your school environment and think about expanded collaboration, does your school provide opportunities for all stakeholders to have a voice and connect with partner organizations or find ways to improve teaching and learning conditions for all? You can begin to recognize the value of creating a school environment in which providers of integrated student supports are a central part of the learning environment itself, rather than viewed as extra or less than teachers are teachers and other academically focused staff. One way to support this level of integration and partnership is by providing inviting providers to participate in school-wide professional development and to lead professional development for educators and other school-based staff on support, support services for students. To be effective, integrated student supports should be geared to enhancing the capabilities, knowledge, skills, and assets of the child, the family, the community, and the school team. Effective plans include learning opportunities for students as well as service provisions. By doing this, your army grows and the support of expanded collaboration continues to be demonstrated for your little wizards and support their personalized learning journey from all sources. So your personalized arming has integrated student supports and opportunities for expanded and enriched learning time and opportunities. The next pillar and one of the most important in my opinion is active family and community engagement. This pillar is essential to fostering relationships of trust and respect and building the capacity of all stakeholders, school, creating an empowered decision-making process and leveraging local resources and expertise to address educational inequalities. One way to engage the community is by holding open forums, such as the one at my school called Coffee Chats. In these open forums with our principal, assistant principal, teachers, parents, and students, the community has an opportunity to provide open discourse about how to improve the educational environments of all families, as well as finding STEM partners and community partners from our sister high school to assess and the school and ways to integrate programs and mentors for students. We also offer opportunities for families to learn English from our parent liaison computer skills to assist at home, parent volunteer opportunities in our aquaponics lab, and on STEM days, and social events for families to gather and celebrate as a community. 
A strategy that I found beneficial for all stakeholders was what Caitlin Tucker describes in her blog post as grade interviews. This strategy can be used in student-led conferences with parents as a formal argument towards their progression of mastery of the content. The student is given sentence stems as well as an opportunity to organize evidence to demonstrate their claim. The teacher gives an initial grade, but students are able to rebuttal with evidence. By combining Caitlin Tucker's great interviews and student-led conferences with families, students have an opportunity to share their learning journeys and make plans with their army as they continue either through extension or remediation. As the personalized army grows, all have opportunities to value and learn from the experiences of parents and communities, seeing them as having funds of knowledge that can inform classroom practices and curriculum, making them more relevant to students' cultural backgrounds and experiences. This, in turn, fosters stronger relationships with parents and families. The last pillar to round out this personalized learning army and the idea of expanded collaboration is collaborative leadership and practices. This is the magic loop that connects and reinforces all other pillars and elements, making it foundational and critical for the success of the Army. This can include professional learning communities, which we will expand in this episode. Collaborative leadership and practices help ensure that implementation is inclusive and creates shared ownership of the work and is tailored to address local needs based on local assets. The personalized learning army plays a decision-making role in the development of the school improvement plan, working toward both academic and non-academic outcomes. What should your PLC keep in mind as you're planning? I think keeping Douglas B. Fisher and Nancy Frey's questions from their blog post, the good, the bad, and the new PLCs in mind can get you all started. They are where are we going? Where are we now? How do we move learning forward? What did we learn today? And who benefited from our efforts and who did not? Douglas B. Fisher and Nancy Frey say that keeping student learning in your focus, keeping sustained improvement as a collective effort, sticking to what the data is showing, accepting difficult facts and acting on them, and addressing the needs of all students is important to PLCs. I also think that keeping Molly Farrell's advice from her blog post on Education Week called Three Fundamentals of Teacher Collaboration and Personalized Learning. They are setting the norms, collaborative accountability, and intentional reflection. Those are the key foundations of your personalized army. Let me share with you an example from our PLCs and how we have established the norms for our school-wide PLCs. We've created the ABCs of PLCs, in which include creating units through backward design, analyzing data and groups from formative and summative assessments in order to plan for rem remediation, repetition, and extension. 
And the last element would be sharing best instructional practices based on individual assessments and content mastery scales. Our PLCs have developed guiding questions for intentional reflections. These questions are what's, what, what do students need to know? How do we know they know it? What do we do if they do not know it? And what do we do if they already know it? A strategy that you can bring back to your own personalized armies is the die process, which includes describing what you see, interpreting the data and assessments, and evaluate the next steps. By implementing these questions, stems, or formats within your PLCs, your personalized learning army can develop a plan to meet the needs of all of your little wizards. In this episode, we dove deep into the community school's pillars that develop expanded collaboration skills for all stakeholders and build your personalized learning army. Having the army behind each of your little wizards best prepares them for their own educational journeys. It takes a village to support your little wizards and their families. Your personalized learning journey is only continuing educational wizards. You have looked at learner agency, unleashing the magic through an asset-based approach, the magic within and building a growth mindset within your little wizards, and now rounding it out by building your personalized learning army. Take some time to figure out your personalized learning house personality by taking the short quiz attached to this podcast episode. And then stay tuned for more episodes as we learn how to make changes that will best fit all our wizards' needs on their learning journeys. Talk to you soon, educational wizards. 